You can't have four bowls of ice cream every day. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 134. I'm Virgin Karen, and with me tonight is Spider Bomb. Rip rap. Oh, Spider Bomb. I missed that one. <laughs> That's the one I forgot. Rip, we rap. are Spider Bomb. Turning the final corner here in this election cycle, and it can't come soon enough. <laughs> I mean, it's just I, I mean, the things that are coming out hmm. left, right, and center, they're all just awful. But the one thing. That it, this election it cycle. Keeps it oh, come on. The one thing the election cycle has brought us. What you do? What? My computer's all messed up. Don't worry about it. We're going to okay. power through. Um, one thing this election cycle has brought us is the bad lip sync videos, which are hilarious. Bad lip reading. Bad lip re- reading? Bad lip sync? No? Bad lip, lip reading. reading. It's okay. people reading lips. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, I've been calling them lip sync video. No one's corrected me? Well, they would be lip syncing if they were trying to match the bad lip reading. But uh, yeah, bad lip reading, but it's hilarious, and it started it's with sports, but it's moved on to uh, the the. Uh... Oh, the better one! Did you watch the um, the the drunk Donald Trump video? No, <laughs> I'm not even sure if they're if they dubbed it. I think they just messed they messed with the speed and pitch of the audio. Really, and it is hilarious. Like it, it, they didn't change the words. It's just, you know, they slowed it down at points and yeah. sped it up, at a, and just trying to change the pitch a little bit. Oh my goodness! I well, gotta rewatch those. We'll put the link in the show notes. But if you haven't pumped into these bad lip reading, bad lip reading videos, mm-hmm. it's worth checking out. If, if nothing else, to get a laugh out of it. Good, it's good stuff. But that's where the better uh, better content. That's for sure. Virgin Karen and Spider Bomb come from. <laughs> Spider Bomb. Rip rap. Shout out to my girlies. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> so what else Sorry, is going on? How was uh, how was your uh, day? My day was uh, pretty great, pretty great day. We actually uh, tonight, um, you know, mixed mixed disappointment with excitement at the same time. The, the The soccer league threw me for a loop. I get an email on Sunday saying, "Hey, coach." I have a sign to you, right? It's not even like a may, could you please? I've assigned to you the duties of recruiting ball boys for this Tuesday's game. What? And this is, this is Sunday. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what? When? This is a thing? What are you talking about? Like, ball boys for what game? For the boys high school varsity game. So basically, you were supposed to send a couple of kids from your team over to the... Four kids. I'm supposed to send four kids. From right? your team. So, so my, I, I, all right. I, I mean, I don't... I respond right away. I will put the... I will send something out for you, but I seriously doubt I'm going to get two because their weeks are booked solid and it's Sunday and you're asking me for Tuesday. Sure enough, I got two kids, my own, oh, one other that yeah. I had to cajole into going. And no one else really responded. What time is the game at? The high school game? Was it 4 p.m.? Oh, that's not too bad. It's not. But it's even worse. Like, how am I supposed to, who's going to get out of work to take them? Half of these kids (coughs) are in after school programs. But this is, you know, between Sunday and Tuesday, I'm trying to coordinate this big. Well, I can't make it because I'm at work. Like, it's still too early for me to get out. Yeah. So I had to ask my wife if she could pull our son out of after school early. He's in an after school program, too. I mean, she's like, okay, I'll take him over. She could have pulled a bunch of other kids out, but the parents didn't respond. Like, she could take them all with her. I felt like it was a bit abrupt, a little bit disorganized. I don't quite – I mean, I'm super glad for what this guy does for the league. Don't get me wrong. So I, I guess my suggestion here to the organizer, to the league coordinator, who is doing a great job, as I was saying. Nothing appreciate what them. he does for everybody. Appreciate what he does. He's spending his time coordinating these things. But I'm, I'm going to give him some constructive feedback, basically – Maybe there's some way he can use the team system to invite all teams to be ball boys at the same time and just cut it off after he gets four or five. Right. Because and we're done, you know, because the same kids might go to every game and good for them. Right. They if they want older, older sibling, right? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I, so I, we only had two kids show up. So, and I left, you know, I left work and I went straight to the game. I got there a little before halftime. And then I got to be a ball man. It was, it was quite exciting. It, it, little depressing how quickly the kids on the field took to calling me sir. 
uh, that was a tad obnoxious. Uh, you know, the ball, I was, I was right there. You know, I'm up and down the track. The track goes around the soccer field here. Ball went out. I'd yell, I'd be like, ball, ball right here. And I'd toss him the ball. And like, oh, thank you, sir. I'm like, give me, really? Give me <laughs> a break, son. We've had this conversation. Give me a break. When I was getting the physical. We're getting old. There's no, there's no <laughs> denying it. I guess. But wait, wait. What? This allows us to seize other opportunities. Being such a ball as. Boy? No, no. The aging. Oh. Such as winning races, if not outright, your age group. Oh, sure. Yeah. Are well, you segueing into my well, story? I just want to maybe you should give us a play-by-play or step-by-step <laughs> recap of your well, the five weekend was busy. race this weekend. Yeah, we did talk about running day. And this weekend was a sports medley. Uh, Friday, because there's always biking, of course, so sprinkle in the biking. Friday was soccer. Saturday was the 5K race. Sunday, I played flag football, which is very tiring. With adults? And then, with adults, with adults. In the uh, yeah. middle of the storm, in, in the rain? In the rain, yeah. In the middle of the rain and the mud boring. and everything. Yeah. is really dirty. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Okay. Uh, and then Monday, I played basketball. It's just everything mixed, sprinkled together. So a lot of you know, different, uh, a lot of American sports going yeah. on there. America. So the running, the running day in preparation for my fantastic 5K race, I think... Um, I did my I did my best. I think I did as well as I could have done, given the training I had uh, undertaken. So I was very happy with that. Uh, we the, we had a kids race. So the way this five k, I guess, from my calculations, it's a two k, which would make sense. It was a one point two mile run for the kids. Okay. They had a kids run in advance of the. So I used that as a warm up. I ran with my son. Oh nice. And he he did pretty well. He did like he actually did like eight and a half. Minute mile. Wow. Uh, it was like 840 or something like that. That's good, yeah. Yeah, you know, he tried to stop at one point. And I was like, no, 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 no. Just keep going. Just slow down a little. Yeah. You know, take push all the air out. Right? It's better if you get the air out of your lungs. You get fresh air in. Sometimes people try to take big breaths in, and that doesn't work so well because you got to push all the bad air out first. The faster you run, the sooner it's over. That's my motto. <laughs> That's very true. Right. There, yeah. That is very true. Uh, it's like when people slow down going uphill. No, you know? you're just it's terrible. Prolonging the torture, right? Yeah, yeah. You're literally just making it hard. Just yeah. sprint your way right up that hill, That's get to right. the top before anybody Leave else. Leave it all on the course. Mm-hmm. Let's get the cliches out. Well, that's what I felt like when I I I, uh, I hauled into the finish line, going pretty quick, and nice. Um, nice. you know I, I came a few feet away we'll say from from barfing on the other side of the finish line and then it passed very quickly and i'm like good i'm good i'm ready and then my son wanted to race me around the parking lot which is like you know it just kind of ran it's fine but i was fine recovered pretty quickly right short race no big deal good for you uh pulled off a second place in my division as you said first place was several minutes away that was a little tough right well you gotta get the uh you know the uh, glory days, guys, who you still are reliving it. They still think they're out there. I think the I can catch them, though. Track team. Yeah, I mean, well, the track team was there. <laughs> no, like this guy is gonna is still on the track team, still trying to get those points for his team. So he, he, he might, he might be. He did. Um, I think he did like nineteen and a half. Right. That's so pretty for quick a, for a five k. That's pretty quick. That's real cool. Yeah, I mean, but I did a, like twenty one and a half. Your age, right? 21 30 something so shaving two minutes off i mean that doesn't sound like a whole lot but when it's a 20 minute race that's kind mm-hmm. of a lot <laughs> yeah that's a lot <laughs> so <laughs> shaving a solid two minutes off we'll see for next year however a small caveat technical i was running uh i actually know the guy who came in second in the 30 to 39 age group and I finished ahead of him. Oh, nice. So, so technically, I would be second place for 30 to 49. 20th overall. No, I'm not bragging or anything. It's just kind of fun. A little bit of training. You know, you can do yourself good. You run the race. You want. The important part was that I, I, when I finished, I felt like I couldn't have run any faster. Well, you know, what do you say about the people that are 10 years older than you and that are faster than you? Well, they trained more. Okay. 
I mean, we both agreed to that before. You know, it's like, oh, I could win the race mm-hmm. if I trained enough. I mean, good for them, right? So, oh, I think there is a limit. I don't think you're going to get out there and run a, a, a sub-17 minute like uh, John Allard did from Smithfield, Rhode Island. Oh, you're looking at the results. Yeah, he did uh, <laughs> He did like 16-something. Yeah, 16, right, that was 64. insane. But he, he drove right. up like an hour and a half to crush this uh-huh. race in Maynard. And how old was he? He was fairly 23. old. He's 23? Yeah. Was that it? Yeah, so he's probably, you know, a year out of college, and he's probably, you know, two years out of college. Maybe even still in college, but. Uh, possibly. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, look at this guy. 14-year-old from Acton, Mass., 14-year-old from Acton, Mass., 16-year-old from Maynard., mm-hmm. 14-year-old from Acton, Mass. Oh, my you're gosh. Reading up, you're reading off all the children that were in front of yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, basically, it was basically 19 children in front of me. 14-year-old from Acton, Mass. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what? 10-year-old from Maynard? <laughs> I told you I was chasing a oh my ten year old and uh, the probably a fourteen year old that were running together. I don't know who they were, how old they were. I should have got their names later, but uh, oh, I, they're on here. I'm not saying them on the air. I I, but, I don't know if the pair of them ended up in front of me or behind me, but there was definitely oh, it was a nine year old that was behind you. <laughs> that could have been him. <laughs> Holy smokes! <laughs> there was another nine year old that was what? These nine year olds are running seven minute miles. They were they were going crazy fast. I yeah. this is either like no big deal for them and they're like, you know, sixty pound bodies with, you know, big strong hearts, or it's terrible for them and I don't know they, what the right answer. They don't is. typically have that kind of endurance. Like Maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, we just watched the Varsity Boys soccer game, and they were all over the field. Well, that's, that's They're a, high school kids. Yeah, that's high different. school varsity soccer player probably weighs, you know, 140, 150. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. This nine-year-old kid probably weighs, you know, 60 pounds. 60 if pounds, that, yeah. 50 pounds maybe if he's a runner. But wow. they also, that age, the five to eight to nine to ten, whatever, they, they're not usually high endurance that's at a, that point. That takes a lot to, to maintain that for twenty minutes. That's a lot that's of a focus. It's a uh, lot of. It's a lot of. Yeah, pain. Mm. It hurts. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't hurt them the same way it hurts me and my. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's pretty. But uh, yeah, I, I set out to beat a specific time, and I, and I succeeded. I, I said succeeded. I want to do sub twenty two. Yeah. And I did, and so I had. To, I set the. What was fun was I. I didn't. You know, before the race, I did the kids race to warm up. And you know, I had to keep keep jogging around for a while because then it was an hour later, and you know, keep stretching and jogging, and and I set the audio cues on my on my Strava thing so I could hear it in my headphones. All right. right. So I run the first half mile. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, the lady starts talking. She's like, you know, half mile, and she doesn't really slow, of course. She's so running with like, headphones on, just, on for a five k. Just, just tell me, just tell me, just tell me. Uh, sure, why not? Well, I wanted to hear the audio cues. Otherwise, I'd hear myself breathing, and it would be all depressing. So it's a U.S. What is it? U.S. Track and Field, USATF, USA Track and Field. So uh, you you are invalid by their rules. By wearing headphones? Yeah, you're not allowed to run with headphones. Really? And I teach my kids when we're when we're cheering for people at a race, not yeah. to cheer for the people with headphones on. But the <laughs> reason is, <laughs> yeah, what's the reason? They can't hear you. You cheer for them; they don't even look over at you. If they don't, if people don't have headphones on. You yell number out if they're wearing a shirt. Like I could hear them. Hey, go kayak! If they're wearing a, uh, maybe a, I don't know, kayak shirt on, or uh, <laughs> there's a kayak on their shirt, or like go right, Smithfield right. College or something like that. They're like. Mm-hmm. They get it. And they look, hey, thanks. But if they have headphones on, you can scream at them. They usually can't hear. I don't know if oh, you I could still hear. Good for you. It's not turned Ridiculous. up to 11. Yeah, it's that loud. All right. I, I get it. It didn't really need headphones for a short race. But if you want to get the cues, nah, you know. And this the cues, the cues this isn't something you do a lot, right? So you like the feedback. No. The feedback no, loop no. is good to yeah. have. Set goals. Break those goals. Anyway, so that was that. Moving on to bigger and better things. I don't have any plans for future races. Maybe next year's 5K. That's about it. Are you gonna no more running for you? Back to the- no, no. I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna continue running day. We had Monday off this week, right? So it messed up my schedule. Right. I think I will run tomorrow and just that once for okay. the week, and, and then go back to Tuesday, Thursday. Cool. But we Good might have to cut the pace. Cut the pace back a little. Yeah. And let it creep up naturally on its own again, yeah. or down, whichever way you look at it. That's yeah, all. I don't, know. I don't know, up or down. Mm. So, I got a question for you. I want to talk about yeah, this sure. a little bit. I got my kids 
uh, MCAS scores, which I forget what uh, MCAS stands for. What's good, what's bad. But basically, it it is the standardized testing. Like in the past, there used to be Iowa testing. Well, MCAS is the standardized test that everybody in Massachusetts takes, all the kids take. It determines their future. Basically, yeah. And I was wondering, so the scores came in, and I'm wondering – your kid didn't take them, right? Uh, Max is in third grade this year. Uh, third grade, yes, yeah. So, yeah. so this is our we're, first. We're practicing for test taking this year. This year is all about learning how to take tests. Uh, are you really like taking? I'm only being mildly facetious. Like, is this that you know his class has begun to do has begun to sort of take tests? Okay, but you're not doing it. No. Oh, okay. Okay. It's Massachusetts Comprehensive Assessment System test. Mm. Um, but so what were you gonna? So the scores came, and I don't know if I should tell him. Like uh-huh. I don't know, and I, I told my wife. Tell him or tell my us. wife's not here. But what? Well, I'm not Ooh. gonna tell you, and the, the reason is huh. I don't know if I should tell him even because I don't want him to be in comparison with his peers about it. Yeah. Well, you also don't want him to kind of put that weight on himself. Well, right. That's 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 a whole other facet of that, but I didn't get to that yet. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, that's, a, that's a tricky issue because if you get him, it's all it's all in how you present it, right? So if he comes to the position where he understands what the MCAS is and how it will affect his future, right? And as much as everybody complains, oh, we're all about standardized testing, and that's not really what counts. It's like, okay, great, good for you. All right, yeah. but that's what it is. But facts is facts. Right. Yeah, facts, facts. Yeah. And it, you can try all you want to ban the whole system and complain about it. In the meantime, right. let's let's embrace it. Right? In the meantime, it, you have to I think do well it's really hard to articulate this. Like, I, We've talked about this a lot on the show. Call it a glass ceiling. or call. I always feel like we're looking at the finish line from the wrong side. You know, sort of from the course, to use the running analogy, right? We're, so, we're sort of looking at doing well on that test as as far as you could possibly go. Okay. If that makes sense. Right. And yeah, I, I, I kind of want to well, teach I want to teach the kids to look at it as, oh, no, no, no. That's just one of many races. Like, but it also affects the, like, that is just more, more, more practice. And actually, you can go out and do these other things to get better at that one. You can run the race again. You can... Why am I using running analogies? I don't know. But you can – it's not a one and done kind of thing, right? You can take – you can practice specifically for this test knowing that it has a disproportionate impact on your future. Uh, but you can also teach your kids that the content of that test doesn't make you – doesn't shape everything about you. But you got to come to terms with the idea that the score they give you will still affect your life. Right. So why not practice to do well? Right. I mean, anything you're going to do, you should try as hard as you can at it, right? No matter right. what it is. That's always right. – that's, that's a base lesson to teach all everybody. But, yeah, I, th- I don't think I'm going to tell him his score. And I don't even want – like I, I think I'm going to put him in a lock and key and put him in a safe somewhere and be like, huh. all right. You know Holly, my wife, and I know, but I don't think anybody else in our family or anywhere else needs to know. I don't know what she's going to say to that, but she's going to break. One of you is going to break down first. Well, yeah, I just I well, I don't know. I mean, because so the obvious thing is right. So if he did well and he compares himself to a student that didn't do as well, he's going to maybe think he's better than that student, or you know, how, how's it, uh, how, or, or it, slack uh, off, or slack off a little bit, or, you know? or that's nuts, another facet, yeah, you know, or the other student. His friend, right. he, he maybe he won't even do anything, but his friend can be like, oh, well, I'm not as smart as Jason, which, you know. I see a common theme here yeah. with your analogy. Yeah. Um, well, but then, <laughs> you know, but the flip side is maybe my son didn't do as well as some of the other kids. And he finds out, you know, that he's not as smart as so-and-so, uh, you know, according to the score thing. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I, I, there's I, the comparisons and there's the self-worth. Yeah, it's not yeah. just how am I compared to these other kids. It's like, how come I didn't do... Right. Perfect. But on the other hand, if you could have done better. Hmm. But you know. can address the areas where he could do better without having to reveal. Yeah. So so there's a there's a graceful way of approaching that, right? It's like you get, I mean, so for example, I got, you know, Max brings home his math homework 
And this is a common mistake of every parent. I think they, they bring home an assignment and it's like you get a 90% or something. Just an example. And the parents just shuffle. What's the word I'm looking for? They just, they hustle right to the 10% they got wrong. <laughs> what did you do? Why did that happen? Yeah. What do you think went wrong? Let's focus on this. Let's look at this. Let's look at it closer. This is bad, bad, bad. You're bad. Like all the wrong. And that's all the kids see. It's like, well, what about the other nine I got? Super awesome, right? Like you actually need to go through everything first and be like, that's awesome. That's nice work. Like all these, you know, really nice. Uh, that's a tricky balance because as a as an outsider, that's the or just as a human being, right? That's what you're always drawn to first. It's trying to fix the mistake. Like, let's fix the error. Uh, it's tough. I mean, and of course, if your kid is comes home with a hundred, you just kind of like you sit back and relax. Yeah. You're like, nice work, awesome. <laughs> Give you know? it to me, like, hey, you can rub this in all your classmates' right. face tomorrow. Just <laughs> go in, and this is how you do. It. You take it and you shove it in their face, kind of slide it back and forth. And sometimes you go neener neener. Sometimes you go, did you do as good? Then you suck. Uh, not not advisable. It's, uh, <laughs> I mean, later in life, like the SATs or the ACTs or whatever they take now. I mean, I, I uh, we had a, a pretty close group of friends, and I knew. I mean, my yeah. one friend who did got a sixteen hundred. He took it three times, but he was not quiet about telling us that he got you know perfect score on the thing after. Right. And I took it one and done. But you know, other friends and uh, one one friend of ours. What was your agreement. score? What'd you get? She had an agreement with another friend. Was like, no, we're not ever. And she, to this day, has never told us what she got. Never told. Of. Okay, tell but me I what mean, you got. I mean, I get? told some people, and that's what'd it. you get? I'm not telling everybody. Now let's make it weird. See, now it's all like per private and personal. Well, no one knows what our scoring system was way back. Sure, then. Was. I guess you just told them 1600 yeah, was, was a perfect <laughs> score. I did better yeah, in the like, math, was, math than I did on the English. Yeah, me too. It was a eight hundred for yeah, eight hundred for each section, yeah. math and verbal. Yeah. And I don't think they had the mystery section in at that time. No, I no did the same thing. But th- this is this is. I mean, I can tell you what I got. I, this is where Andre, I think I could have used some two, more. Well, t- one second. Well, I think uh, I could have used some more coaching, not to make my parents feel bad, and and probably more pressure because I probably pushed back on them. In terms of retaking it and practicing to taking and all that good stuff, because I just kind of walked in and took it. Mm-hmm. I didn't do any prep, you know. That's I took the I PS. I took the PSATs yep. in school when they had us take them. Yep. I didn't do any studying for we, it. We had a course you could take an elective in my high school where you took up a SAT prep course, and I was like, I'm not doing this. Like, I, I, I didn't. I wasn't the best student. I was, but you know, I didn't do Similar, it. I walked in. I, yeah. I took it. I remember the night before. I was even like up late watching a movie or something. Drinking. Like, yeah, uh, I wasn't mm-hmm. drinking, but no. Uh, Hope not. <laughs> not in high school. No, not at 14 or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, right. It's pretty um, young. All right, ready? Mm, um, I'm trying to remember. Did, oh, did, well, did, you know I know what the math score was. I don't remember what my verbal score was. I think it was, okay. Now I can't add them up, which means I'm doing Yeah, you have to take wise. five points off. <laughs> I got a 1280 on the, the combined thing. 1280. I can't, honestly can't add the two together. I got 710 math. Yeah. And I think 440 on the verbal. So, so it's like <laughs> vastly different. 1150. Is that 1150? Okay, that yeah. makes sense because that yeah. sounds about right. I that sounds about right. 20, 1280. I think I got 1280. Yeah, I'm guessing your verbal was a little higher. I got. I think I got a 680 on the math and a 600 on the verbal. All right, see that? Mine were, yeah. mine were skewed. I did not like reading in high school. Uh, dumb. Yeah. And uh, I think, I honestly think I skipped some of the verbal section either i didn't have time or i just kind of like glossed over i'm not yeah. making excuses because that's the thing like but, this isn't a i i could have done better had i tried because that's that's not an excuse that's terrible well, that here's, means but here's the thing right yeah you and i went to the same college we got the same degree mm-hmm. we ended up in the same job like it's it and you, our points were our, our 100 <laughs> points different like what does it not we put so much pre- if this is a lesson at all we put so much pressure on these stupid things and in the end we ended up in the it same place. Doesn't really matter how the song go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, no? totally different life experiences. Like, but we're in the same place. You know, in the end. Um, sure. So it's just another stepping stone. That's kind of my point yeah. before. It's but make it an easy one. Make it an easy one by just crushing it. Yeah. As best you can. That's true. But that, right. Like, don't do what I did. Well, and not prepare. Right. 
Put a minimal amount of prep work into it. Yeah. If you don't do so well the first time, don't panic. Take it again if you want, especially if there's some sort of admissions requirement that you're freaked out about. You know, take it again. Yeah. Study for it again. Now, you might – I mean, there were kids or friends of mine that really struggled. Uh, and, of course, a lot of my friends did a lot better. But, you know, I, I didn't – at the time, I didn't know what to do with them or what their issues were. Were they just not trying or did they have learning disabilities? Who knows? And I saw the opposite effect in college, right? You get in college and then you, all of a sudden you're in a different different pond, different yeah, yeah, ocean right. with like yeah. kids that are tenfold better than you at yeah. everything. It's like, well, how did you – They're trying how hard. Did you, how, did you, how did you get that way? Because I don't think I have time to catch up anymore. No, right. <laughs> and I, I distinctly remember having some study sessions with some friends of mine that now – own and run their own companies uh <laughs> which is a reflection um but i'm not gonna i'm like yeah go no on, it's it's your, it definitely thought. has a lot to do with their aptitude they they structured their studying their whole life you know yeah, they structured the, the way difference. they they thought about it's not the yeah it's not the one test they right. they structured their academic career themselves their entire lives uh, they work towards their goals. They, yeah. you know, that's, worked hard until they and, and that's until they the got them done. Me, is their drive and uh, their yeah. the, the right, besides drive, they're like initiative or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe uh, it's initiative. Gumption? No, not gumption. But like tenacity. But like they had a vision or they had something they were working towards. To me, I was just like, I'm working towards the end of this class. I didn't have mm-hmm. a, like a long term goal. Like I still don't give me a five year plan. I'm like. Uh, you know, like <laughs> maybe doing the same, like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have the, some people are, they have, um, they're driven more to be like, I can have this goal. I want to do this thing by that point. And, you know, or they have an idea that they have as, as a motivator. They're more motivated to like my sister, she didn't do as well as the SATs, but she has a doctorate program from our, and started at RPI and then went to like, she right. worked very, very hard, a lot harder than she, she was a lot more academic than I did. She worked harder. She, she probably te- hated you test for as well as I did. Test. Right. Yeah. I, so I always point out to her, you know, hey, uh, how many times, you know, I, and, and I kind of rub it in like, oh, I just took it the one time. And, you know, I, mm-hmm. I you know, you worked so much harder than me, but I just did better. You know, so I'm much smarter. So you should do it. But, you know, that's just sibling stuff. Like I have a lot of ton of respect for her and how hard she worked to go through an engineering degree at RPI and go from there and do a doctorate program and then work at NIH. And, you know, in this, uh, so she, she did a lot uh, different path. You know, she was much more motivated to do those things. I never had like the motivation to study into links. And that's the one thing, like if I could figure out how to teach my kid, I can't, I don't know how to teach them and be like, you should want to do these things instead of just falling back on whatever's mm-hmm. easiest. You should, you know, where yeah. is your will to, I, I, I don't know. I think that's. I want you to want to make yeah. your bed. That sort of thing. Yeah. That bed, I, um, I know what you mean, but yeah. yeah. Well, I think. The really hard part to articulate, right? So the example of this kid in college and the study session, we were actually studying for Physics 313, which you might remember. Oh, yeah, I remember that Which one. was, uh, um, uh, what's it called again? Well, I have a composition book from that class still. Mm, I forgot class. what it's called. Um, atomic? No. Molecular? No. Come on, what's it called? Oh, this physics class. I, I, I'm, it's kind of come to me. Keep talking. You know, the infinite wall and all that stuff, tunneling and... Quantum physics. Okay. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Quantum physics, you know, regular old college course, all the kids take. <laughs> well, not all of them. All the engineers take. And we're studying for a final, and I- I'm getting ready. I'm like, all right, I got like 27 chapters to go through tonight. Let's get <laughs> let's let's get started, right? And we, and we sit down. <laughs> Me and him sit down together, you know, in our lounge chairs in the, in the lobby, and he's like, oh, right, we're ready to go. And about five minutes into it, I felt like an anchor. You know, it was very clear to me that he didn't need to study for this, not because he was gifted, but because he had already prepared himself his whole life and the entire semester. Like, he was so efficient at learning materials and retaining the information that he already understood it and retained it, and he was just kind of giving it a once-over. And here I am like bombarding him with questions going you know i have no idea what's going on here and and what does this even mean and to the point where it's like now i'm holding him back uh like forget it you just go on your merry way (laughs) i'll 
I'll struggle to get the C plus that I'm hoping for. You know, I don't I don't know what I got in that class, yeah. but um, and on the surface, I guess this is my point. An outsider's perspective would go, "Oh, he's so lucky, or he's so gifted, or he's whatever." You know, some very terse analysis of like just oversimplifying things when the reality is this is what he's been working for his entire life. Right. The ability to absorb materials and do whatever he wants to do as quickly as he feels like doing it to move on to the next thing. Everything is a stepping stone. Mm. This is just physics 313. It's not a big deal. I want to get this done yeah. so I can graduate, so I can move on to the next thing, so I can own my own company. So I can have this awesome family, so I can do all these cool things, so I can do whatever I want, so I can start another company. Yeah, on and on and on and on. Start Is these the charities. Same guy, or, the same guy that started companies? Um, well, I know several people, but he's one of them, yeah. Oh, really? Did he start a company in physics, though? Or are you saying that he was just no, get, like, no. well-trained in all these things? Just no, like, he just, he just it trained himself well yeah. his entire life to learn things. Yeah, he went and got a master's. Again, it's just uh, more stepping stones. Like, right. I'm gonna get a, I'm just gonna get a master's because I want to, because it'll be handy, because I you know, just keep making my brain bigger. Yeah, and open doors, open more doors, open more, yeah, opportunities. Take those yeah. opportunities, right? That, and it's just wow, you can pile on a lot of pressure. I sat with my son tonight and tried to work through his homework, and it's this very tricky balance between how much do you make them do. I feel like it's like a leash that's made out of dental floss. You know, you want to kind of lead them along, but if you pull too hard, it breaks, and then they just go tearing off in some weird direction. And if you don't pull at all, they just kind of sit there, right? Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? It's a, So, he was ready to give up on the homework. He's like, I've already spent 15 minutes on it, which the teacher told him that's all he needed to do. Right. You know, the whole no homework thing. Right, right. And so, I'm going, well, I don't, you know, I don't want to pressure you to do this, but come sit with me and we'll talk through it. And so I, I tried, I tried to really talk through it with him and, and give him some ideas about the questions because some of them were really like it was math, but there was some some questions about provide examples for things. So we were brainstorming these examples, and I had to try very hard not to provide an exact answer for him, but kind of guide him in the direction where I thought his thinking should go. It's it's just so difficult, like. Did he take anything away from it? I have no idea. Every once in a while, you get these little insights into their thinking that makes you realize that something you did made a difference. Like yeah. they, they're in it and it's like, oh, whew, you know, that worked. But you don't get that feedback for like a year. <laughs> and by that time, you can't course correct anything. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No, no idea. No, I know, I know. Yeah, sorry. I okay. got distracted there. But um notes. Okay, carry on. I'm done. No, I mean that's it's it. I, I just I can't find a scenario where to bring this back to where there is a, a situation where I would want my son to know what his his standardized scores well, after yeah. 20 minutes, sure. Or yeah. Where it would benefit him. <laughs> yeah, I know. We talked about I I, the, I guess the point I was trying to make for 20 minutes is that you could tell him his test scores. But they would have to be surrounded by all of this other information about why the tests exist, yeah. what he should be using the tests for, for himself. Like, yeah. what the information they should provide to him and what effect it has on his life in that regard. You know, if you take it the hardball way and just throw the test score in his face and say, this is exactly how much you suck, it's going to go badly. If you, you know... Pull him along up to it with the dental floss leash with that silly analogy. All right, butter it, wrap it all up in a pretty bow saying, hey, explain all of it. Let them understand. This, these are why we do these tests because the schools need to be able to drop you into these buckets and rank you in a certain way because it's too expensive to try to individually rank every kid in a different way and assess the whole, you know, they're not really assessing you. They're assessing the system, but then people use the scores to decide who's allowed to go to the next school and get more opportunities. And with every opportunity you have, you can get that much better. Um, and if you un can understand those things, then you can sort of reveal the score and, and talk about what. But the score itself doesn't matter as much as what should be worked on. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, and it does break it down. Actually, the, the feedback we got did break it down uh, pretty pretty good. The granularity onto what, what like so I didn't didn't look at well. There's like algebraic and there's base ten math and base five math and um you know that, that kind of stuff. So you know there is areas we could work on. You know we could focus on okay. You know you missed two of the five questions here on and I don't have this is all just spitballing here. I don't have the thing in front of me, but you know the base ten and the base five math. You know let's talk about base five math for a little bit and. Uh, I don't know. To, to be honest, I think I'm just going to, you know, like I said, talk to Holly about it and uh, see, you know, maybe mention it to his teacher and see, like, what do you think? You know, like, this is what's the score. Do you have any comment? Because we have a conference with his teacher next week. And uh, and then just put it away and see, you know, all right, this was this is what it is, what it is. And move what I what I think you should do, my unsolicited opinion, which if it isn't clear already. I solicited you, I think I asked. Don't. <laughs> Don't tell him the score because you already said you don't want to. Yeah. But uh, turn the valve just just a tad on the items where you think he needs to spend a little more time. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. yeah. If you if you think they're relevant, you think they're important, you think it's gonna test better later, blah blah blah, yeah. whatever whatever it is. Like if you turn it too far, you need to crank that valve wide open and be like, I just got you thirty seven books on base five math <laughs> yeah. that we got to get through well, by this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> guess I didn't do so well on that part, did I, Dad? <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't say that. Uh, listen, what do you think about... Um, <laughs> right, you're grounded. What stack for? of Shakespeare. I got to read this stuff? Well, you know, you could have done better on the verbal. <laughs> yeah, you got to ah. be a little more, a little more subtle about it. Yeah. Oh, that's, you know, that, it, like, it's pretty interesting. But listen, if you have a... Uh, any A scenario where it would benefit my child, write into the show, dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We haven't gotten mail in a while, a couple of weeks. Mm, I know, it's sad, right in. Well, the last mail we got was from uh, Superfan2, what's his name? Superfan number two, I think. Superfan yeah. number two, yeah, Jay. So I'm going to give you a shout out, Jay. Thanks for uh, Jay Torres, that is. He, he, um, I'm I gonna, I don't have the mail up right now. And actually, the mail system won't work, but he said that, uh, he gave us a little props and he, and he said he was inspired. To create his own podcast and so he's done that and i've listened to the three shows that he has available it's called pints and bottles.com uh, pints and bottles and it's at pints and bottles.com and the premise of the show is he speaks for a little bit not too long i think the longest show is 12 minutes so far about and he gives a he'll drink a beer he'll give you a review of the beer and uh touch on a, a topic a parenting topic it's pretty interesting so the first one, oh, it's kind of uh, – uh, one of them I want to dig into a little bit. Uh, so he talked about meltdowns, which we kind of talked about at nauseum. Uh, that was episode two. Episode three oh, it was about sports and how um, not to let the performance of your sports ball team uh, affect your attitude with your people that you love and that are around. Sure. Which, which is uh, – they've done some studies. They've shown like uh, when – the team like loses a Super Bowl or something. Their productivity in that city the next day is like through the floor. It's oh, it's terrible. terrible. Yeah. yeah, but when the team that wins, the productivity is boosted. It's kind of funny. How that... So sports does so have an effect on our uh, psyche. It's pretty awful if you think about it. But yeah, well, right. That's kind of what he says. It's like the priority of this. He's like, when I was young and uh, when I was young and and this was important to me, then you know, then it mattered. But now this uh, things are much more important. That so I'm not gonna let this stuff get to me anymore. No, he's no longer the super fan, but uh, the other, the first one he went on to, which was kind of funny in juxtaposition about our comments on the wine last week, was mm-hmm. how he, he a little commentary on how as an adult he, or as a parent, he finds that he drinks a lot more um, frequently, not not in excess or anything, but like daily sure. da- daily uh, beverage to unwind, or sort of a you know. A, and he, he sort of analyzes and digs into it. So again, I don't know if we want to discuss that at all, but uh, pints oh. and bottles. Pardon me, I keep yawning. It's okay. It's it's Tuesday, <laughs> a long weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's not you. Um, how often do you hmm. drink? Let me ask you that question. That was his uh, question. He asked himself. It's something probably should be fixed. I, I mean, I had <laughs> drinks tonight. I think I had three, but they, they they don't have as much of an effect anymore. So oh, really? It's, like, it's just very strange. I, and there was a period, I remember there was a period in college where I think I went like three months without 
there were three months where I had at least one drink every day. Oh, really? And it was some tally we were keeping. Yeah. I'm like, this isn't something I should be proud of. It was awful, no. right? Oh, you were tallying it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it just kind of inadvertently yeah. when I realized it had been so long that I hadn't not had a drink. I, I will confess. Um, oh, sorry. No, oh, please go I, ahead. I will confess this in college that there was a period. We weren't keeping track of how often we were drinking or how much we were drinking or anything. Yeah. But there was a period where it was like, I think I do this like more nights than not. Am I relying on this? Right. And I wasn't sure. I'm not saying I was like, you know, drinking to get drunk every night, but it was a thing where I was like, I'm drinking every day or well, like a lot of times and a lot of days. I think it was senior year. I'm like, do I need this? Am I becoming, cause you start to, you gotta, you always should be like analyzing things you do. And I cut it out for like a month, a week, month, a period of time. I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to drink at all. I'm going to maintain the same patterns. Like I still went out with everybody, but I didn't drink at all. And I was like, okay, I'm not like dependent on this to have a good time. Like I'm still enjoying myself. So it's just sort of a felt better though. Yeah. I did yeah well, that. That was taking that. So he did say, he's like, yeah, he probably has a drink a day, like a beer a day. Right. And I remember like this was within the last couple of years. I was probably doing that like five days, five days a week. I'd have a beer, but with dinner. And then I found myself so just loogie and, Yep. Garbage at bedtime. I was just like, oh, I'm all like tired. It's a depressing. And I was like, so and I you blame it on everyone else. Like, ah, oh, kids are driving me yeah. crazy. So I stopped. I don't now I'm having a, a beer tonight and I might have, you know, one after <laughs> I put the kids to bed, but not with dinner. And I, I'm it's not saying I stop anytime will. I want. Yeah. I just <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I never will, but, um, you know, I, I, I do have sometimes with dinner, but not not like not daily. I'm like, oh, what, what beer am I having today? Because I was getting into like the whole craft beer thing and like oh some new beer and making sure like every day <laughs> but that uh, you have it logged the yeah. one you drink yeah yeah mm. i found the opposite though because i don't drink that many at a time anymore i i find like the effect that one or two will have on me is a lot more mm. severe than It'd be nice to take another break. People, I had my birthday and people bought me all kinds of whiskey and stuff i'm like i, I don't want to touch it and then sure enough the bottle's gone like the next yeah. day couple of days yeah. i mean it's amazing how quickly it disappears oh, socially like that it's very easy to yeah share socially what do you mean like other people sharing oh. <laughs> i thought you meant you were having a birthday party and people were well there. they gave it to me at the birthday party okay and we didn't open it yeah and then it was gone <laughs> yeah. okay. Well, uh, okay i'm saying completely in solitude <laughs> Yourself, right? By myself, yeah. Maybe it's maybe I'm an alcoholic. I don't want to offend any potential alcoholics that are listening here, but I've thought about it at the time. Recovering alcoholics, I don't think it's one of those things you can't recover from. Right? You always are. Is it, you, you, yeah, you say you always are because I I think if I have booze in the house, I will drink it. Hmm. That's the thing. Like I can't have like a liquor cabinet that's always full of liquor. Oh really? It's it's not like I'll get falling down drunk that day. You know what I mean? <laughs> But I will have, I'll be like, ah, you know, whiskey will be nice with dinner. And I'll have like two or three whiskeys or something. Whiskey with dinner? Really? Sure. That's what I'm saying. That year, that one couple years ago, I made uh, Jolly Rancher vodka because I thought it'd be fun. So I had all these bottles with assorted colors of uh, Jolly Rancher vodka. They were gone in like a week, two weeks, because same deal. I'm like, I might as well have uh, try a different color tonight, right? And... I think that fits in the same category. You don't have to be falling down drunk just to be, it's just that kind of tendency to keep going back and just have another drink and have another one. And if it's not here, I can stay away from it. Like if there's no beer in the fridge, yeah. nothing. I'm not going to go to the store to buy something just to go out of my way to get it. So in that regard, I guess it's like, I feel a little bit safer, but I'm like in that the with, house. I'm like that with ice cream. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. With ice cream. Like if there's ice cream in the house, I will eat it. Like that is that is very true. The kids get mad at me, but the ice cream's always yeah. gone. What, right, I have four bowls of ice cream every day. <laughs> My wife would be like, "I," she makes ice cream, right? She's like, "I just made it. Where'd it go?" I'm like, "What? What? Are you, why did you make it if you wasn't supposed to eat it? <laughs> if we I weren't supposed to eat it?" it yeah. <laughs> um, I thought about that a lot today. I'm like, should I be eating more fruits and vegetables or something? Like, if I if you're if I'm hungry. Yeah. Should I really just have a bowl of ice cream or should I have an apple? <laughs> well, I've had a lot of apples because they're good this year, but. Uh, yeah. I'm guessing the answer is eat the apple. Well, yeah. Yeah. 
It just seems so boring. <laughs> oh, good. Now it's season. Now, if ever you're going to have an apple, it's now. Can I dip it in frosting or something? Caramel. Let's go with good with caramel. <laughs> I, I'm not, I mean, no lie, just while we're in full disclosure here, I was hungry the other day. This is, you know, near bedtime. And I. it was my birthday recently, remember. I took some graham crackers and I frosted them. <laughs> with frosting? With cake frosting. <laughs> Because we had a big tub of cake frosting in the fridge that was still available sure, sure. and no, nothing to frost. So um, what's really good is frosting Oreos, but I, we didn't have any Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> I could have had an apple. We had apples. Sure. We had oranges too. So but how I mean, did your uh, Adventure Sunday go? Adventure Sunday, I think, was two weeks ago. Actually, well, two you said things. it was going to be every week. This is follow up. Uh, Adventure Sunday was raining, and I played football. The kids were at a birthday. Coming up this weekend is my daughter's birthday. She's turning five. I wanted to share with you the birthday party ideas I had for that. Okay. We also have Halloween coming up, and we haven't talked much about costumes. Um. We have a whole theme we stumbled into. I want to touch on Halloween first. So, as usual, three of the four family members fall in line, and one of them has to stray from the flock. But I think we we looped them back in accidentally and mildly politically, if you hear me out. So, my daughter stumbled across this bee costume, which she's been wearing to school quite often. Okay. uh, So, she wants to be a bee for Halloween. She's already well-practiced at it. Buzz, buzz. the costume to school. Yeah. My wife, I think, is going to be a, a, a big sunflower or something, right? So she's going to be a flower of some sort. You know, wear a big flower on her face. It'll be kind of funny looking. I'm going to be the beekeeper. Or we could switch. I could be the flower. She doesn't matter. My son wants to be the Grim Reaper. Or a Grim Reaper. I'm not sure if there's more than one. And... um I, you know, I tried to convince them, like, dude, can't you be, like, a beehive or something? I could put you in a box. You know, it's, no, I'm be Grim Reaper. Do you even know what the Grim Reaper is? He's a skeleton with a hood and all that stuff. Like, <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, like, you know when he dies, he kills people. Who's t- telling you about these things? Ridiculous. So I figured out how to loop him in. Okay. He's going to be the Grim Reaper killing all the bees. Yeah, we, you mentioned this on the show last week. Did we? Is that well, the show I had too many drinks for? No. You um you you didn't say uh you kind of came up with the idea at mid show. Uh, okay, all right, good. Yeah. So I thought about it a little more. See, sometimes I forget what we talk about. And we could be super corny about it and put like a note on his back or something, you know, like a list of all the ways that he kills bees. Pesticides, global warming, right? Make it super political. Put it on his back so he can't see it. And then add some ways, of course, that you could stop the Grim Reaper. Planting flowers. and I don't really know. i got to do some research. So this will be enlightening for all of us. I apologize for being repetitive. No, that's okay. It's glad that you were able to actually implement one of the ideas that you've come up with, we've come up with on the show. We've come up with so many ideas. But I haven't done it yet. It's not Halloween yet. So what do you, uh, what do you got going for the Brady Bunch over there? Well, the parrot wings arrived. Uh, beyond that, I'm not sure. So you got a parrot? Yeah. We have one parrot. Yeah, I mentioned this. The parrot wants to sit on my shoulder. and she didn't, I don't have to be a pirate, but I, I don't really know. Oh, uh, yes. You have to be a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to be a parrot. Not sitting on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah right. Um, other than that, Somebody... no, I don't know. The, the Halloween thing, that's, that's one of the many things that I don't know about until it's that day. That my mm. wife handles... Adeptly and adroitly. adroitly. Yeah, adroitly. adroitly. I'll tell you one thing. The, the the my fallback for all Halloween costumes just start saving your boxes, okay? Yeah. Because if nothing else, you can always draw something on a box and wear a box. There's so many things you can be in a box. You could be a refrigerator. You could be a Rubik's cube. You could be a beehive, like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. You could be a slot machine. Right. Come on, keep them rolling. What else is box shaped that you could just box print on? You could be a box. You <laughs> right, could just be yeah. an I, Amazon an I, Amazon box. Yeah, well, that Amazon guy, that smile thing. The um, I was a robot as a kid, and uh, we took the box uh-huh. and added to it. I remember dryer vents and a bunch of stuff. 
Oh, dryer vents for arms, yeah. Yeah, it was very, it was very hard to walk, and the costume I think didn't hold up just because my arms couldn't, I couldn't ever be relaxed, so it was like <laughs> that's right, very difficult. Making the shoulder straps on the inside is one of the most challenging parts. Oh, I don't think we did that. We just sat in the box on my on my shoulders. Mm, big mistake. Big yeah. mistake. Yeah, needs um, shoulder straps. What other box shaped things could you be? A dice? Did you say dice? Uh, no, I did not. I said Rubik's Cube. It could be a dice. It could be a yeah. cell phone. I've seen those. People a laser printer because I have one sitting here on my desk. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You yeah, could, so you could, big box. You could be a lot of different things. Big box of crackers. You could be food. Box of cereal. Graham crackers. Milk you could be carton. a graham cracker. Mm-hmm. Milk carton is good because you can have a missing person on the side that would be you. Yeah. Big picture of yourself. Uh, what else? That's about it. You can figure it out. Just look around at anything that's box-shaped. That's what yeah. you can be. So if you have a bunch of kids, they could all be different boxes. One could be the fridge. One could be the stove. One could be the dishwasher. They could be a kitchen. No? Not a funny theme? All right. No, no, it's fine. I agree. Keep the box on hand. You never know when you can use it. Did uh, I did I talk about the birthday party ideas on the show? Did I mention you, that? I don't know. You just – no, I don't think you did. I no. think we talked about it in person. We did? Okay, so my daughter's turning five. Yeah. And we usually go over what we're going to do for birthdays as show topics. And my wife rented out our local boys and girls club. I think it's a Assabet Valley. It's not yeah. the YMCA. It's just a boys and girls club. It's Assabet Valley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you can rent out the space. It's a, it's a pretty decent space. It's got a gym. It's got a... Got a playroom area. You know, they, they always need help. That's actually what the running race was to support. All the money goes to them. They have a computer lab, all this junk. But they got we can use all the equipment in the gym. So five-year-olds, some four-year-olds. I don't think there are any six-year-olds. The, the older kids will be there. So I figure my wife was suggesting we set up an obstacle course for the kids, like a little, uh, um, you know, American Ninja, whatever that show sure, is, sure. right? Yeah, they love some, that stuff. They love climbing over things and jumping on and walking on those little foam balance beams, right? Pretend the floor is hot lava. I don't know what to do for rewards. Probably nothing. Their reward is just getting to the other side. However, on the opposite side of the gym, long-wise, so the, the obstacle course can go the long way, I will have racks of squishy playground balls for the parents to throw at their children while they go through the obstacle course. Excellent. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. And I think, I, I don't, I don't think there'll be any repercussions for them being hit. It'll just, they'll just, you know, it's not like they have to go back to the beginning if they get, they just get sad and they'd probably get mad. And the parents so they, laugh and laugh mm-hmm. and laugh yeah if there's too much cackling I'll have to eject some of the parents no right? no that's is, uh, this is good it's very cathartic for the parents yeah yeah but we just don't need to see any tears right that's what I'm saying it, it doesn't have to result in a punishment for the kids they can keep going if they get hit by a ball oh sure not a big deal right and then perhaps they get a chance to pick up the ball and throw them back and then we just have dodgeball between the parents and the kids so it'll just devolve into throwing balls at each other there's nothing wrong with that no, I don't think. I don't, I don't think. think that, I think that's. I don't think "evolve" is the right word. I think "evolve." It should, it evolves, right? It evolves into a room full of everyone throwing balls at each other. I think that's fine until two of the kids run headfirst into each other, and then it's over. Ah. We'll have ice packs ready. It's fine. Hmm. Okay. Well, what other themes do you have? Or that is the theme. Uh, for the oh, you want me to more ideas? No, that's the only idea, idea I had. I'm already implementing it. <laughs> ready, we're ready to roll with that one. Minor details and on the setup. I don't know what equipment is available. I need to get there early and do some inventory. But um, oh, you know we played. You're coaching soccer, right? If I'm not mistaken, I don't want to get back to the soccer. But this, I think this was this was a fun drill we did. And you're probably going to say, oh yeah, we do that all the time obvious last practice which was yesterday i decided that i have been too much of a tyrant to the kids we've been drilling 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 and not having enough fun you gotta have more fun yeah we gotta have more fun so i strategically scheduled in some fun to the practice and we we did a cup well we did one game okay of tic tic tac toe 
okay. in soccer. I don't right? know. Uh... So I saw, I watched a lot of YouTube videos on soccer practices and I saw a variant of this that I changed a little bit. Now the way it works, you divide up the kids into two teams. And also another strategy here, I put pennies on half the kids as they arrived. Okay. So throughout the practice, they already were always separated into two teams. So I didn't have to go through the motions of saying like, okay, I need two lines. No, you, no, no. I said two. Oh my God. I just say yellow over here, not yellow over here. I don't know what to call the kids that aren't wearing the pennies. It's a big struggle of mine. Okay. What do you call them? Shirtless? Uh, I usually call them pennyless. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've makes ever. Makes them laugh. I would say the green team over here because the pennies I have are green. And the rest of you over there. And the rest of you, punks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mine are greenish, yellowish, something. I guess I call them green. Yeah. So two lines, two teams. And there's a tic-tac-toe board on the ground made out of cones, except it's like the cone is the center instead of the line. You know, you don't have lines. You just have cones where you put the X's and the O's. So far, are you with me? Mm-hmm. So the, the game evolved a little. It started one way, but I evolved it into basically it's like a relay race. So you don't take turns. You actually start at the same time. Okay. Uh, and you have to dribble the ball over to the board. So they start like 10 or 15 yards away from the board. You have to dribble the ball to the board, and whichever cone you dribble the ball over or you kick the ball over, mm-hmm. I will throw down your team's color on top of it. Okay. So I had I had three colored cones, and the other coach had the other three. You could do it with one coach. You just have to be quick. Um, and then they have to dribble back and pass the ball to their teammate. They could pass it from far away, but obviously that could have ramifications that they miss. And then their teammate comes and picks another cone by dribbling over the cone. Okay. You're going to ask, what happens when they get to the fourth person? I was hoping you would, but you didn't. No. So when they get to the fourth person, they're right. out of, like, I only have three cones in my hand. So they're, they're out of cones. I can't put down four X's or row. Like, you could. But it, this is where the game has to change a little bit. Okay, time out. Are they going, like, taking turns side by side? or No, they're oh, racing. Okay. They're racing. They're going, okay. they're going at the same time. Both teams go at the same time. So this is where it gets really cool because – they have to be able to dribble the ball and they have to be able to look at the board and they have to be able to think about how to play tic-tac-toe. Wow. <laughs> Which is really hard for them to do. And they made so many mistakes. It was hilarious, but the kids loved it. So they're racing the other team. And so if one of them thinks too long and the other one gets back, the other team can get through their X's and O's faster and, and actually get three in a row while the other team only has like one. Um, so then once you get... Once you get all three of your colored cones down, your X's, your O's, let's say. Right. The fourth one, there is no fourth one. The next player that comes out has to move one of them. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. But how do you know which one they move? They have to dribble over both cones. So they have to dribble over the one they want to move and then dribble over the cone they want to move it to. Okay. All right. Super. It's super simple from my perspective. And if they make a mistake, it doesn't matter. I move to the one they messed up. So they, if they make a mistake, they got to start over. Right. Like they, if they dribble accidentally over the wrong cone. Right. You still move it to that. that you still move it to that yeah. cone, and then they'll be like, then they got to go back and do it again, or, or they, they don't. They're just done. Their turn's over. Right. So it was a pretty hilarious drill. The kids loved it. It went kind of quick, so we played a lot of it games. Went quick. It went quick because they kept screwing it up. Like they, they would. I would think it would never they, end. They couldn't focus on the game. Right. So they wouldn't notice that the other team already had two in a row and then they would come out and like the the next the third kid would come out and put his cone in some random place like he wouldn't block i mean they were focusing so hard on dribbling and what they wanted to do that they never noticed that the other team already had two in a row i see see. (laughs) and the other team would just win and it kept switching back and forth that way uh I think the more they do it, but that's what made it really nice. That's what made it cool, I think, is that they were so excited about the game. They were having fun trying to win. And then they would realize, like, um, I can't dribble the ball, focus on where I want to move, and think about the game strategy at the same time. Right. And that's what made it a really cool drill, I think, because they were enjoying themselves. But making your brain work and your head has to be up, like they have to be looking up at the board or they can't dribble. So we did a drill this week. I like that. Mm-hmm. Drill. I'm gonna try. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Should but, try. Uh, I'm not sure how it will go. But we did a drill this week where I, um, I put the field. Say the field is 
oh, 40 feet away, 40 feet long. I put the cones about 15 feet in, so about a third of the way across that field. Mm-hmm. I, I lined up three cones and three and a ball on each one of the cones, right? And the kids oh, yeah. had to kick the ball from the end line to knock the cone off. And then the they have to run it. Yeah, the knocked out. And then they had, and there was a relay race where then they they had to run and get the ball and bring it back. And then the next person would go and try and knock the ball off. And uh, it, we were like, okay, this is going to take a while. Let's see how this goes. Well, one team, four four balls got knocked off. I mean, they knocked the the three balls off and four kicks. They killed it. <laughs> we're like, all right. I might have to try that one too because I thought about that for stuff like that where they're sort of. Trying to knock balls off cards. We gotta have extra. I guess there's lots of extra ones from the other kids. I don't really have a surplus of extra uh, I, balls. Well, I mean, if you have one per kid, you only yeah. Have one ball per, well, yeah, because the one the team only used one ball, and then it's only really needed. sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they, it, have it, to, they have to get it. Yeah. yeah, and then I switched sides, so they were now kicking them the, about 25 feet, and not so good. <laughs> they mm-hmm. Took a lot longer. But that was a decent drill, and the kids enjoyed it. The kids had fun with it. So. Yeah, so many ideas, and you got to be able to tweak it on the fly. That's right. the key, right? You start off. I started off another drill. With, you know, you start playing tag. I won't even get into the details, but then you start. You, you let them go for thirty seconds or a minute, and then I stop them. And I go, okay, we'll add a new twist to this, or take away a twist because they're not. It's too complicated, right? Once they start to get it and they're really hustling through it, then you add an extra twist. You make it a little harder. You make it a little more complex. It's, like, it's really fun to do. But uh, yeah, so birthdays, Halloween, soccer practice as usual. We covered it all. I have one thing to talk about, but uh, we're out of time. We are. Cue the music. Shout out to my crew, my girlies, Brit Brat, Spider Bomb, Bebop, Butterfur, and Virgin Karen.